I'm about to make a song called Tidal Wave. Should I do it right now? I bet. Shoot your shot. Ball don't lie, the ball don't lie. Hey, hey, hey. Ball don't lie, the ball don't lie. Shoot your shot. Ball don't lie, the ball don't lie. Shoot your shot, yeah. Never has. I like it a lot, yeah. I got the rock in my hand, bitch. We got a shot. They don't speak my language, we don't gotta talk. We've been gone for days and it don't gotta stop. I like it a lot, like it a lot. Shoot your shot. All right, I want to start this off. I was just, we were just watching the Suns, uh, Lakers. And um, I want to start off with an apology. Formal apology. Frank Kaminsky. What year was this, Kilmer? I think a little later than that. 2015, 2014. Whatever, let's call it 2015. I'm at a bar at the University of Wisconsin where Frank happened to be a standout center. Great shooter. Touch and feel guy. Very solid. Sk- solid ball player. Skilled. And um, we, we fucking stumble our way into a bar when i say we i'm talking about 60 to 70 people from the show following us as we just i'd literally be on stage be like yo we're going over like i'd have the bar already planned or we would set something up with the bar and i would announce it so literally the fans would just go out and just be waiting there so it was like i liken it to like when you talk about how crazy and ratchet our shit was at this time Liking it to like if you freshman year fucking Johnny football, people going nuts and you just grab the mic and you're like, everyone, I'm going over to fucking Northgate. Meet me here. You know what I mean? Like, it would. It was obviously not even at that scale or even close. But the point is, it's like we were setting ourselves up for just mega success. Success. Just mega success. Probably one of the smarter business plays we made over the last decade. But anyways, we come in. I'm. Shit house, and I think this is a good story to start this with because people watch our shit and they're like, yo, we got, like, I get DMs like, yo, are you always this, like, spiritual? Like, I think when people tune into a Mike Stud, well, not Mike Stud anymore, but a Mike Stud, Johnny Manziel podcast, they probably think it's something totally left of, of what it is, and that's why I like it. But, you know, I, I try to tell people, I'll be like, dude, I used to be bad. Like, I, that's why I'm so into this because I know how I used to look at shit. And this was a perfect example. Um, Frank Kaminsky, seven-footer. Old Mike didn't give a fuck. <laughs> he said something to me. It was something, he called me, like, Mr. Stud and was, like, definitely giving me a little attitude. I think he was a little, like, bothered by the crowd and how we were acting. It was just we were probably all over his face. You probably, know? probably were acting like a group of dickheads. Probably. I mean, we weren't really – we never fuck with other people, but if you think about just the horseplay that would come with all the girls following us and – and uh, just zero, like my fuse was zero to 100 so quick. And, th- and this at least didn't get extremely physical, but I literally just remember cruising up to his face. I'm like, what the fuck did you say? Like, and I'm like looking up because he's fucking giant. And he says something again. He just has a super smug face. I think he's kind of like a dry humor guy. I've gotten, I've seen some content. And, um, I th- you know, there's no excuse, even whatever he did say. I just fucking, I got a cold, 
cold Corona. Corona was my drink of choice at that time, the beer of choice. Not a bad, not a bad beer of choice. Honestly, not bad. Not, not my gets favorite. A ba- gets not a bad rap, though. Gets the job done. Yeah. I feel like it gets, gets, I, I really had a great phase. When we were chugging beers on stage, that whole phase, like. My Corona was the go-to? Corona was the go-to. It was just something about it. It was light, and it was like, I don't know. Anyways, take a look at my cold, full Corona, and I just. In a cup? No, bottle. Of course. And I just. Literally, like three doused him completely in the face with the Corona, and I was a, like, a three, a three tosser. Yeah, like I remember it being brand new, like the lime was in. It. Pretty <laughs> sure the lime like bounced off his chin like that. And what exactly happened, Kilmer? We ended up getting kicked out, right? Like we got into a scuffle, a little bit of a scuffle. I don't remember <laughs> what I did yesterday either. I don't even know what I ate today. We, uh, we love a good bars couple every now and then, especially back in those days. Yeah, I'm I mean, so dude, far removed from every now and then, I guess, these days, I'll still have the, uh, the instances of where things pop up and I think it's just part of being a guy and getting tried every now and then because if you, if you go out and you're around people enough, there's always people out there that are on the path of trying to start some shit. So it's it's almost inevitable going out here. I and mean, there. the level that you deal with that is higher than most people. I can only imagine. I mean, I'm a people person, man. I, I like no, it I when know. I go out, and I like being around people and getting a chance to know people. But with that, there always has the the slim ch- these days slim chance of uh, very slim having somebody that wants to pop off. Mm. And I treat it in a way these days of just trying my best to not let it get to me, but. We all, we all, we all fuck up. We all make still some got mistakes. Some testosterone we running. definitely still have some, yeah. you know, flare up of let's fucking let it rip every now and then. But I definitely feel I'm in a better place handling it now, and I get to meet a ton of great people out and about. And and the majority of the time, me being nice to people and just interacting with people, and this podcast too has helped kind of change the narrative of how people see me. Yeah. And uh, and come up to me outside. A hundred percent. Dude, like, we were just, we just had a bar. I mean, we were on, like, day four of a pretty rough, pretty sick one. You you came into town on a fucking horse and buggy with flares and fireworks behind you, and that, that was it. But, I mean, day four, I'm, I'm wearing it. I'm, like, wearing it, but I'm there. You know what I mean? I'm there, and I'm going to get there. I've already decided that I'm going to get there. I'm just, I'm taking, like, the long way home, you know? And you're... Scenic route. Yeah, I'm taking the scenic route, exactly. And um, you're at the bar, just like you gotta go. You got you got your the vibes or what? You got thrump, huge tidal wave vibes. Putting you got your phone, you know, propped up. You're watching a golf tournament. You're ordering not you got nachos and queso, and you're making sure everyone's trying it. All these fans are coming by. You're surrounded by fans. At one point, I was like, "Yo, are you good?" You're like, "Yeah, I'm awesome." Like, we were all off to the side. Like, I was at the sidebar just, like, trying to gather myself. There's a bunch of fans there, and I was, you know. It was just, like, I wasn't, you know when there's, like, a lot of people talking to you, but you're in the trenches? Of course. Like, that's just the vibe. Um, but we were literally standing over there geeking because you were just, like, a man of the people. And I don't think people really get it. Like, they're probably like, yeah, he's a nice guy, but, like, it's at a, it's at a level where it's just, like, People almost got a double take. Like, is that Johnny over there? What's he doing? Like, with all these, you know, just. I'm still pretty upset by the whole thing. I'm a, I'm a watch golf on TV kind of guy. Yeah. Especially these days. So on Saturday or Sunday, you know, we're getting into the weekend. I want to watch these golf tournaments. Can't get it on the TV. There's 18 TVs in a bar. I can't, I can't get a channel change. They wouldn't, they wouldn't change it for you. It's all right. I got a. Uh, you may do with it. I had to prop it up on the phone, watch it, maybe have a little chips and queso. Have a good day. Put out a good vibe. Yeah, ended up being a tidal wave of a night. 
Energy's astounding, man. It's uh, it's fun being out and about like that on a with your boys and just just kicking back and relax. Lord of the Zaps came in. Bob Menery. Bob Menery, what a guy, man! You got you got to love him. He's consistently the same guy every consistently time. Consistently brings He's always the, in the trenches. Brings the energy every time, but he also just has his own path of how he uh, yeah goes about different things. different type of dude. Awesome guy though. We love him. Thought I hated him. Love him. Um, but back to Frank. Frank, I'm sorry. Um, and I would love to have you on the podcast, whether YNK or Bottle and Laugh. I think we, we would have him. And uh, I apologize for my antics. I wish, I wish you met me now. I would love a second chance. Um, but yeah, uh, you talk about a, a bar fight. I know I, got, I, caught wind of, I caught wind of something in Scottsdale where I think somebody hit Graham, our buddy who runs Bevy, our favorite spot down there in Old Town. Somebody swung on him, right? You like, someone, Graham was literally like, dude, Johnny literally leapt off the top table like a fucking spider monkey and like just did you land on the guy? I grabbed the guy. I just had to you know remove this remove him from the they situation. For, it's funny like being out now. I'm always just looking around and, and seeing where I'm at, checking people that are around just because. Yeah. It's just. It's a weird time. It's just uh, you know you never know. You never know. You literally never know. And, you never uh, know. Yeah, I, I turn around and this guy just comes up to our grandma, our boy, and just. Does the the double choke, the double throat choke, mm -hmm. and uh, I, mean, I I couldn't stand it to see it happen. I had to, I had to break it up. Graham's a fucking sweetheart. And uh, you know, home team security at Bevy promptly choked me, <laughs> choked me out, and ripped me off the pile. Um, had to inform the guy we were on the same team. Buddy, I was on your squad uh, there. Where you're fighting the same guy, bro. Might as well have a Bevy hat on. I got a couple Bevy shirts. <laughs> nice. Yeah. You gotta love Bevy. What a what a great boy. Bevy fucks. Graham, we love you. We thought we thought Graham was gonna come in hot to Nashville. I'm very thankful he didn't. No, Don't take no, that no. the wrong way. I was, I was at the tail end of. Uh, we we got to get to a little work and do a little, you know. Got to do something, you know. We got to do something with our time. Funny, we go on uh, busting with the boys. This what just a few days ago, really? It was like four days ago. That was at the tail end of this rager that we that we were on. You were rock solid. Like I think you went and had some drinks before and were chilling. I was in. Fucking trenches. I, I saw some, uh, I've seen some, like, people have been tagging me and shit. I'm like, dude, I look so, my face is swollen. I'm, like, hungover and sweating. I'm like, is it always this hot here? <laughs> <laughs> I was wearing it. At one point, right before I got on the bus, I was like, yeah, maybe, I literally, I think I said it to you or I said, I might have said it to Will. I was just like, I was like, I don't need to be on this one. You know, I think Johnny would be a good, he's like, no, get on there. I'm like, all right, all right. <laughs> I, didn't, I wanted to fucking bail. Uh, but to, to talk on busting with the boys, uh, you're today. You're you're an ESPN news story today. I think it, we felt like it's fucking uh, 2014 again or something like that. I think it's. Uh, listen, I uh, I'm just I'm keeping it a buck. I'm keeping it real and and and. Bottom line. This podcast has helped me do that. I think the honesty and the things around it have helped me be a better person and do it. So, listen, I, I I've said this a couple times on the pod before, but. You're never going to get everybody on the face of this earth to like you. You're never going to round up enough people. Come on, throw it. Ah, we love it. Right in his bread basket. Which one's the Heisman? You're, uh, you're never going to get everybody to like you, man. People are going to always have something to say and always have hate. So. Oh, my God. It's, uh, you know, I know the place I'm at in my life. I know what I'm doing these days, and I'm fucking love the way things turned out. Yeah, I could feel that, like, Taylor was, like, in the beginning, they were, they were like, you know, 
the, some of the questions they were asking, and it was just like kind of touching and feeling at like where you were personally and like thinking it was it was going to have not a negative vibe, but you know what I mean when he asked some of those early questions, and I feel like by the end of it, the entire tone had switched where they kind of understood where you, where you were at and like how how you're feeling at least they could feel it by being with you, you know? well if you if, if you had seen me or known me or been around me whatsoever at all in the past, you would have seen a completely different person that's sitting here today. Mm. I think I have a great outlook because of the things that happened to me. I think I learned way more through the down than I ever did through the up. And uh, it's, like I said, I don't believe in accidents. I don't believe that anything went other than the way it was supposed to. Yeah. Could I put myself in a better position to succeed? Yeah, but that's it's not what I was on. It's your then. fucking life. That's, that's not what I was on back then, man. I see some, I see some, because like we do so much shit together. I get tagged in all your fucking crazy Manziel hater fans. That I don't know, you know, you've, you're so, you're literally so leather skinned to it, it's hilarious because you just don't give a fuck. And that's kind of what we're talking about in general. But I'll be, I'm a little new to it, I, you know, and we're doing more and more stuff, so I see more of it. And it's just so wild, uh, some of the people that, you know, they really, really uh, just can't get behind what you're saying. Like, their ears are closed to it. Oh, they still don't, they still don't see, see it for what it is. But I like it You're just right. it says more their ears are closed to it. It just says more about them and where they are mentally. Like, you know, they're they're probably not feeling too hot about what they got going on. You know what I mean? Because anyone on a positive vibe would be like, wait, you know what I mean? This this takes guts, this takes, you know, this yeah. this feels like honesty. This you know, and, and I it's so obvious to me, and I think it's obvious to anyone who gets in the room, and that was kind of my point. I felt the vibe, even though I was in the fucking trenches, my my radar was still was still going. I felt the vibe and then I felt it gradually switch because they could kind of feel and understand more of where you were coming from which was cool to watch i think that was a really great episode i think it was awesome i think it uh i think those guys do a great job i think i think it was a lot of fun that's yeah. what i like doing you know these pods and doing things for is just sitting back with a couple guys and just talking yeah whatever questions it is whatever we want to talk about on this i think it's just it's it's uh it's a great platform to do it and it was a lot of fun yeah it so, really was they, uh, those guys, those guys are good dudes. Um, thought it was pretty cool. Taylor's, I think he's more or less known as like a bit of a hard ass, like, you know, kind of a savage, you know, we talked about it, how, what his position is and what it makes you in the first place. But, you know, just from, from things I had heard or seen, but he was, he was a sweet guy in person, but it was interesting to see him. I saw his face like change when you talked about kind of the mental health aspect and like he kind of like perked up and he was like depression's real man you know like you could tell he had and you know through when we were about you know kind of balls deep in that conversation where it was leaning a little bit more spiritual than I think they were they were planning on and we were talking about ego and things it, it, I felt like I could hear him kind of voicing that he's he's at least going there mentally a bit and he's Seemed like he was in the trenches about his leg. He's he's like his first serious injury was in the middle of it, and his leg's not feeling good. It's all swollen, and and it was kind of it was cool to see because I was I was just kind of like this is the least I've ever talked in a podcast. Usually yeah. I'm hosting it, so I'm like, fucking I talk too much half the time, you know. But um, it was interesting to see, and I, I felt it. I, I felt his his vibe change, and and. Uh, you could tell that he, you know, at least had experienced some of it, you know, just going through what he goes through as a professional athlete. Um, it's interesting. It's funny. We, 
it shows you how much we're not a logistics company and we're shitty podcasters when it comes down to it is we go on somebody else's podcast and we break the news stories when we could just like they've been getting fucking ESPN busting with the boys all fucking day uh and we we have a podcast where we don't even use our platform but that's just the way it goes Steve that's just the way the cookie crumbles yeah and I've always looked at this podcast as oh the feedback that I've gotten the people that have reached out to me it's it's been helpful from what I've the messages and everything that I've seen has been you know more helpful than than us doing something like I, I still think we're different than a lot of other podcasts i like the talks we have talking about what so we do, do and, and what it is and that's just the vibe like it's, it, it is it's just and the vibe and, it's never gonna and, change and the espn and like fuck those guys bro for real fuck those guys if more people see it fuck those guys for for how they do their media shit bro i don't fuck with the mainstream media at all mm-hmm. in that regard I rock with that i agree so i could care less about your clicks i'll take less of it i'll be happy with you know what we have and yeah, i've told and a lot of people that, about that, that i think i think i would rather help somebody or or get my story out in a way that uh you know the people who really rock with it see it and it, and it truly helps them than have something that's just clickbait for people to see and pass on and yeah retweet and shit like that yeah you're uh no you're I, I mean dude just the trickle down dms i get a lot of messages i have podcasts myself so obviously i've i've that was right when i started the podcast i started getting these right away and i was like wow this this is incredible like I used to really, you know, I'd love to get them when it, in regards to my music, but it opened up a whole floodgates of people that are trying to connect with something like this, you know? Um, and I'm getting your trickle down, just people sending, you know, it to me to hope to get to you, you know, just how you've helped them just by sharing. Because, again, you, they've, they've all watched you fail and they, and they or fall from the graces that everyone was holding you to. And, to see you be on this side of it and feel the way you do and share it the way you do, it's really oh, it's, it's okay to fail. It's okay to start over. It's yeah. okay to do it again. It's okay to be in the trenches. Like the mental health stuff, man, I mean, it, it gets to a point where you feel like you can't get out of a hole, and I've told, you know, this a million times, but I was so unhappy with the most that I've ever had in my life or what people consider to be the most money or this or that or status or whatever. Yeah. With the most, I was the most unhappy. And now with way less and, and, and what I have today, I'm way happier. Yeah. And, it, and it's not even close. Obviously, time goes on. You learn more about yourself. You grow up a little bit and shit like that. But for me in my life and where I'm at, the, the material things and certain things just don't mean the same to me anymore. I, I, I just uh, trying to give off that positive vibe and keep a good energy and just keep it light is... I can attest to this though, cause cause I've been, I, you know, I was buddies with you and you were fucking rolling in the dough, you know, and now you know, like you'll come and stay at a house and just be off like some whatever house and you're just chill, you're fucking happy as a, you know, like it, none of that matters. You can yeah. tell, you can feel it that it doesn't matter. I could, you know what I mean? Like even like Doug, it made me think about it, cause I'm pretty fucking picky about houses now since we travel so much and I work in the house. I'm. It's the only thing, like, look how I dress. I don't give a fuck. But it's the only thing. We fucking drive a Jeep. Like, it's the, only the, thing Jeep. I, the only thing I care. It's a good Jeep. Jeep fucks. It's a good Jeep. Jeep. Bust my line. Let's get something going. Um, we are Wrangler. Um, but, dude, uh, you know, it, I've even had that thought because I was just, uh, you know, I question if I, if I could be as content, you know, and especially when you think back and I've, I've been to your other, like Blue and the guys would go over to your house. You know, that's kind of the time I was like avoiding it a little bit, but like they would go over to your house and be like, this place is fucking insane. 
you know what I mean? Like you had crazy spots all over LA, all the, you know, the big views and the big cribs. You've lived that, that extreme. And now you're just kind of like in the middle where, and there's also like, I actually think you should address this. I don't think I've talked to you about this. Like there's this narrative and, and it doesn't really matter because it's online, but we're talking about money. And it's like this narrative of like you coming from money and like being super wealthy. Where it's just not the fucking, it's not true, right? Yeah, no, my, my, uh. Like, I've seen your dad, I've seen, like. Yeah, I, my, my mom and my dad are pretty normal. My, you know, my grandparents and some of my other family have money, but it was never like that for me, yeah. you know, growing up. Pretty. It's a crazy narrative that everyone, like, everyone tries to put it as the undertone of, like, that's why you I mean, there was a lot of people like, digging around into my family. That's all the, what happens when you, you know, you get to a point where you're in the public eye to a maximum degree. People poke and prod in every aspect of your life your family, your, you know, distant relatives, people yeah. you didn't even know you really had in your life, but you came, you know, came across at some point in time, say all kinds of things. People picked and prodded and, and, and looked a lot of things up and came to a lot of, yeah. you know, a lot of hard-hitting journalism and whatnot. It's crazy how, it's so, so interesting how the day and age we're in though, you know? But it's all good, I mean, at the end of the day, it's really nobody's fucking business. No, it isn't. Ever. And, no, and that's no it truly isn't it's and, just this because i don't i know you know what i mean like i know you i'm, I'm around you day to day you're not course. like rolling in the dough no, like you're out here like hustling and i fucking love it you know what i mean and that's and we're making you make money in you know x amount of ways but it's just like it's very obvious from knowing yeah, you of like course. and just being i like around. it that way man i, li I like it simple it's like, fire i uh Okay, it's it can all be so simple if you just allow it to be. Like I've, I've got more than enough that I need, and yeah. I have I even great friends and watch. great people around me, and just like, you know, I, I, I I'm shit, I'm lucky to have it. It's a great yeah. position to be in. I'm happy as hell. Like I said, I'm still chasing that, of chasing that pursuit of happiness. And that's what we do, bro. Like since I've known you, all we've done is just create opportunities and monetize and do cool shit. Yeah, great friendships, man. Great business. Great friendships. That's what it's all about. It's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. You know what it's not all about is the fact that you know we go on to bust with the boys we break a bunch of you know big stories i think the biggest story got overlooked i mean the fact that i'm not the headline <laughs> that i'm nine and one against you since we've last done a podcast yeah of course i knew this how the on. fuck am i not the manzel goes one and nine in nashville yeah i know how the fuck is that not on the ticker at the bottom of the screen i don't i don't know I mean, at some point, I got to get my roses. I don't know. I don't get my roses from you, from Blue. Everyone's like, oh, what, I'm better. You know? This is the time you, like, look straight into the camera and just, like, the guy's better than me on this trip. <laughs> I mean... Yes! A beer pong. Yeah, beer pong. Fuck yeah. All right, we have closure now. We can move on. So, we're in the second half of Bottom Lie, season one. Um, this is something we're going to continue for as long as we fucking feel like it. You've said it, and I think it's cool when you said it. Like, we're not doing this to be a fucking top podcast. Like, <laughs> you know, it's it's a, you know, we I've had a Y&K podcast for a long time, and we're kind of the same vibe. Like, we're very underproduced. Kilmer's holding the fucking iPhone right now. No one's here. We're bullshitting. I've never thought about one thing I was going to say before I sat not. down. It's just, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Um, but I think it's really cool you say that. And, I mean... I hope it's something we continue forever, for, but for whatever it is, it's already created such a cool tone for where you're going and how you're feeling, you know what I mean? So we're on, this is episode six, we're going to go ten, 10 episodes for season one, and then we'll, I think season two, we're going to 
you know, we're, you know, we'll kind of take it to another place where we'll have guests and uh, just people doesn't necessarily need to be be aligned with the undertone of Bottle Live. No, of course, just, just homies that that we want to have. Homies on. that want to come and chop it up, man. Yeah, I and think, I think uh, I think it'll be really fun. I think it's easy to come on and just have a lax just conversation about you know, whatever you want. This is it. Yeah, you know, be really cool. Um, but for the second half, this is kind of been something in our plans a bit is we're gonna kind of introduce some new segments. So we're gonna do just to engage with you guys. Um, also, one thing I want to note is that at the end of the season, we're gonna start the bottom live premium stuff, and that's where we're gonna. You guys will, you know, all the members. Those are the people that will pick for flying out to play with Johnny, flying out to play us in beer pong, doing the trips, getting signed. definitely gonna get some golf matches up for sure. Oh, we're for sure. Fly some guys out and coming. That's what we got to do. Couple rounds with the boys. Yeah, hundred percent. And Johnny, we're gonna do an amazing vlog for Johnny where he goes out and plays and. And you know you'll see how they rock like for real on the course, which they usually, you're usually getting shit house by the end of it. Or I mean, not shit house, but I you're, would, I would say we're on a vibe. It's a vibe out there, man. Being, being in Scottsdale on the desert, the place we get to play is just it's a vibe. You have to kick back and relax a little yeah. bit. Yeah, and you feel like you play you play up to par or even better sometimes if you're, if you're a little off the wave. I wouldn't say. I'm just uh, good days and bad days, bro. Yeah, it's such a humbling game. Oh man, to the maximum. Beer pong, golf, very humbling. One not like the other, but close. <laughs> no, but you know, I've, had, I've made this point on one of my podcasts before, but think about, think about beer pong. Think about how fucking good you are with aim and right, and like you at your peak when you were just peak athletic performance and quarterbacking ability, right? If you had a guy running a fucking 10 yard out, how many times out of 100 are you going to put it in his bread basket? 95. Okay. And that's a moving target. Let's talk about a fucking cup eight feet away. That's not moving. None of the dimensions are changing. Nothing's changing. But you can literally, like, shoot at the fucking cup. Sometimes I'll miss, like, 11 in a row. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, how? How the fuck? You know, and then there's other times I'll hit five, six, seven in a row. You know what I mean? But it's... It's interesting. The good thing about that is the, the ball the, don't lie. Yeah, the ball so don't lie. So it either goes the one way or the other. But there's, it's an interesting, it really is an interesting sport, and I'll stand by it. People give me shit all the time. Dude, you're fucking 32, bro. You're, you're, you're about to be a fuck. Like, I get shit on. That's probably the most, that's the most. You're, you're like, defensive about it. Yeah, it you're, hurts you're myself. Like, fuck you, you don't, you don't see the beauty in the game. <laughs> They want me to just give up the game, and I can't give it up. I love it. I love playing beer pong. Um, I'm a big. I, I like the all the, the bar, kind of drinking games. Yeah. I love the. I love a good dart session. I'm not a darts guy. Yeah, you got to get on these games, man. Yeah, you're a lot more of a rec sports guy than I am. I, I'm, like. a, I'm a big low league, you know. Yeah. Bullshit sports guy. Yeah, I could see a whole league of shit. You doing like a whole league of shit. Like I love that. it. I'll take on Johnny anybody. Manzelli, I'll take on anybody. I'll play anybody and anything fly, $20 a game. That'll be a flash show idea. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, back to my point, we're going to be doing um, questions from the fans, video questions I yeah, sent in. It. And uh, I think just giving people like, there's probably like so many people in the world to be like, if I got to ask Johnny a question, they would love to, you know? So I think opening up that, that level of engagement will be cool. We just stepped out. We just stepped out for a beverage break and actually caught an interesting conversation, kind of talking about what you have next on your radar. It's been a you've been on a sick one. You, always you talk, we're always talking about what's next, and always. You know, I always feel the beginning of summer, catch a little vibe every year. 
This is always a thing for me, traveling around, doing some stuff, getting after it a little bit. But for me, looking looking forward, what you know the future looks like. Even when I do go travel around, I find myself always going to the golf course, playing golf somewhere that I'm at, and I'm just addicted to this shit right now. Mm. I love it, and I think uh, you know the next couple you know months, three, four, five months, start putting some time into this, seeing what it can really look like, seeing how good I can really get. Like and that. it's kind of been, you know, I've kind of got a, a desire and a why to go do it, and I want to, and uh, start playing a little bit of tournament golf and doing some stuff and seeing if I can't get a. Get pretty good. I don't know. I'm 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 really intrigued by it. Every day, I feel like I'm learning more about it. I'm learning more about myself through it, and it's uh, it's. I think it's going to be something special. I think it could be my next path. So, when you uh, from here, you had you're going home, and you're gonna head back to Scottsdale. You, you made a comment out there. You probably get try gonna try to get off the sauce a little bit and just focus up on. I mean, not that you're gonna get completely off and not drink at all, but like kind of. You know, the way you said it out there was just like, yeah, I just think I have take a hard left. I think I have priorities right now. I'm going to make a little shift. I think you know, a lot of things have been showing in my life that I have a good, you know, infrastructure of people around me and, you know, a, a schedule that I can have that I think will be really beneficial for me. And, uh, you know, I always get to a point where I feel like this and, and now I'm just kind of over it. Yeah. And you know, I have something I want to do. I have something I want to get good at. And. Oh, I, I still see a lot of things in my daily life where I have, you know, a, a good a good amount of talent, stuff that takes talent. Hundred percent. And, um, you know, I want to go. I want to put some time into something. It's something yeah. I want to do. Yeah. Feel why for it. Yeah. I like that. You always go for the why. Yeah, and we talked about it. It's just like, you know, you're a fucking tank, but drinking and smoking cigs and just. Being now on that, the, that being the on cigs, the man, the cigs are gonna be a being on the vibe, being on that vibe. Like as much as you're a tank and you just don't, you're you gotta fucking, you know, you just have a really big gauge on what you can handle and what doesn't impact you really. That would impact other people, but at the end of the day, it's poison. It's horseshit. Like the way I feel, <clears throat> you, know, I was, you know, literally yesterday I was in the trenches. I felt. Like, I wasn't physically, I was climbed out of the trenches, but mentally, like, I had a bad day. I was just, like, things coming in on my phone. I'm just, like, fuck, I was getting bad news. I was found myself falling back into my old way of thinking where I'm, like, I literally was, like, I'm getting fucking trolled. Like, yeah. everyone sucks at their job, all this shit, like, yeah. negative-ass shit. Literally yesterday. So, you know, and I always, always, always... When I go too far partying in the sense of like, you know, we just go on, you know, we have that second, third tier. Where we just, we're rocking and, you know, we get excited. You said it out there. There's just the morale is high when all the buddies are around and you feed off that. And so of do course. I. So do I. But when I ride it too far, I know I'm doing it. And then I think there's a little bit of guilt after. But really, there's just, I, I notice, you know, you talk about vibration and high vibration and you know, there's even when you talk about foods, like eating low vibration foods and, and just being that unhealthy lifestyle for five, six days in a row, I literally feel like I'm vibrating lower, yeah. you know? And that's a real fucking thing, no matter how good you are at partying, you know? So when you're getting these urges, like, yeah, I might, might just take a hard left and like put it down for a little bit and focus I'm up just, on something. I think you're just in, I'm just in tune with myself right now and the self-awareness part of it is just knowing where I'm at and what's good for me and being honest with yourself about it. And yeah, um, 
you, you got to have something pull you out of that. It's like we were talking about the mental health stuff earlier. There's just times and days where you feel like you can't get away from it and you can't get out of the trap, and, and, and that's life. You just got to keep pushing and keep going through it. And you know, right now, you know, I believe in myself and, and where I'm at in my life and what I want to do moving forward and what my goals are. And it's something I believe in and want to run with. And why wouldn't really, you want to follow what you want to do? I think it's really fucking dope. You're going to be like Happy Gilmore. I had, I had this. <laughs> well, if that's, that, that was my definition of success that I, that I put on my Instagram a couple, probably a month ago. was like, <laughs> if, uh, if you go after what you desire in your heart and you make the people around you better, that's success in my eyes. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be a positive person that helps uplift, uplift people around me and be a better dude at the same time following what I want to do in my life and how I want to do it. Jim Carrey had a crazy quote in this commencement speech it was about his father who like wanted to be a, I think either an actor or a musician or something along those lines, but was an accountant and, you know, did it for the sake of the family and sense just, you know, the sake of normalcy and dependency that he needed to, you know, take care of his family, et cetera. And he ended up getting fired, I think at the age of like 50 and like struggled for a while. And he was just, his message to Jim was just like, if you could fail at doing something you don't love, why not fail at something you do love, you know? And I think now you have a new thing that you love that's pretty fucking awesome, you know? Who saw that coming? Talking to a guy who's, look at my life, bro. Like, I didn't even know I could make music. And I've had, you know, I had my first girl just fucking up and left on random night, you know what I mean? Like, just one pitch, my shit was done and I never was the same. And my whole life and my whole dream changed. But, you know, I kind of, I see some weird alignments with you and just how you feel about golf. Because you're, I was kind of, I had beginner's luck and was weirdly good at music to a certain extent. Enough to get going. Hey. You know what I mean? I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. But you don't know what you're doing golfing, but you're just fucking great at it. You know what I mean? You've said it yourself. You just like go out there and you just have, you know, you have a feel for it. And you have the hand eye the skill sets that I mean how do you how do you ever know if you don't try and you don't send it a little bit it's something that may seem crazy and for me I say you go for it Steve oh for me like I said if that's what I want to do and that's what my heart desires and I continue to do the things I'm doing right now I love it I mean it's I said for that me. on the bus and with the boys thing like dude you you literally you could be fucking raging the night before you literally don't miss the tee times. And like, think about when you were in the NFL. You're raging. They'd like have to, or at AM, they'd have to fucking, you know, I'm sure there's times they'd have to carry you now, but they'd have to fucking you're, talk about your coach going in and fucking throwing you in the back of his truck and bringing you over to fucking, you know, walkthroughs in the morning or whatever. And, you know, I just think about that and your lack of passion for the game in the NFL. And we talked, you know, when we were talking on Busting with the Boys and you're kind of, explaining where you were on it and how you didn't have regrets per se. And I, I said something along the lines of like, in life, if, you're, if there's something that you don't have a passion for, something you don't wanna do, then how is that your passion? How is that your lifelong partner? You know what I mean? You know, you know there's plenty of people doing shit they don't love. But that's, you know, that's the way the cookie crumbled for them. But what I'm saying is, like, obviously the, the happenstance, there's a happenstance in it. But what I'm saying is, like, you literally didn't have love or passion for it any longer. Other things became more important or you just flat out lost the passion for it. 
So how can anyone out there make the argument that that's what you're supposed to be doing? Just because you're good at it. Well, if you have talent in something, you don't have hard work for it, you don't have a desire to do it or continue to do it, last. it's never going to last. It's not going to work. It's just a thing. A hundred percent. I'd rather uh, I'd rather have a, a small talent at something and want to go after it and get better at it and try to accomplish something and start over. And that's the that's the you know blessed position that I've been in is to take some time off and find out what I want to do in my life. Yeah. I've been lucky to be in that situation and you know, do enough things to where I can just have the freedom to say fuck, man. I don't know what the hell I want to do, but I'm going to find something in my life and I'm going to be patient. I'm still being patient. You know, I'm getting to a point uh, no. now where I'm starting to see things kind of unfold. Of what I want I and how I want to spend my there's time. There's a little twinkle in your I eye. I feel right? good, man. I'm, I'm, I'm consistently happy and, and consistently, you know, seeing the things that I'm doing in my life help me and, and you know, whether people will see it or not. And, and that's... Yeah, it doesn't fucking matter. I'm saying there's a little twinkle. There's a bigger twinkle in your eye right now about the game of golf than I've seen. No, I, I, I like it. I'm You're having a little bit of an awakening that you're like... I, I, wanna... I just played a lot last year and I haven't played as much this year after saying that I wanted to... Uh, you know, something I wanted to take seriously, and I, it's, it's the thing that consistently makes me the most happy. Yeah, it's great. Well, I'm glad you found it, sir. I'm glad to have you here. I'm glad we're uh, we're rocking and rolling. We're we're balls deep in the second half of season one, Steve. Gotta Cheers. Love, gotta love it. Cheers to that. Cheers. You could stay here, you could crash here. Tidal wave, you could hit them waves crashing.